Hello, welcome to the Deep End Pod. Uh, we hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I'm your host, E. Sully. And I'm Kelly Pash. And Erica, you did it again. It's off the deep end. What did I say? You said the Deep End Pod. I'm so sorry. Welcome to Off the Deep End Podcast. Woo! And we'd like to say hello to our fellow guppies. I'm going to say it until it sticks. Yeah, you keep rolling with that. But today we have a very, very special guest with us. Guys, when we first started like the pod and we got it ground, like we got it off the ground rolling, we thought this person would be a great guest because she is the funniest storyteller around. Let us introduce you to Leah Smith. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, I'm Leah. so excited to be on the pod. We are so excited to have you here. I just love all the vibes of your pod and all the clips that I see. I just, it's so funny. Dude, we're so excited to get into it with you. Yeah, I am too. Leah, I want to, okay, well, I have to admit, I Googled you before coming here tonight. And this is the first thing that comes up. Leah Grace Smith. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Is an American com- <laughs> competitive swimmer who specializes in freestyle events. Specialist. Smith is a member of the 2016 U.S. Women's Olympic swimming team and won a bronze medal in the 400 meter freestyle and a gold medal in the 4 by 200 meter relay at the games. Yes, I yeah. do. That's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> what do you do? You want to add to that? Is there anything else? Um, Give you us know, the rundown. There's obviously yeah, so much more to that. It is funny um, that that's my Wikipedia page because. When I meet people, that's obviously not um, what I tell them who I am. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a regular girl. Like, <laughs> She's in school. I'm, I'm just in school. A, I'm, just a I'm like, a, like I'm a master's student. Um, yeah, I, I get to swim with the Texas women's swim team every day. It's such a blessing, um, and I get to swim as my job. So yeah. it is a fun job. Yeah, you're you're that you're back on that student athlete grind again. I am. Yes, Do student lo- dash athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah student yeah. first. <laughs> so true. And when I was an undergrad, it was athlete student. 100%. Do you, do you notice a difference? Like, is it so different? I do. Yeah. Well, for one, I care a lot more about school now than I did. And I'm not afraid to say that. Um, I cared a lot about swimming yeah, when I was really? an undergrad and I do now, but, um, I was like, there's that clip of the a football player saying like, I didn't come here to play school. And that, that encapsulates how I felt when I got to college. I get and that. you got your undergrad at UVA, right? Yes. Yeah. And over the course of my undergrad, I did start to really like get into school and like get into my major. And I like wanted to have a good GPA, but it was quite the journey um, between high school and college. And now that I'm back in school, um, it's just really fun for me to like be like into school again and like have goals and be yeah. excited about something. I got to ask, do you like love the campus walk with like your headphones in and you're like <laughs> walking on? down Speedway? Um, yes. <laughs> and I have like a perfectly like curated little playlist for, I only have one class that I like walk to. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. And it's like a seven minute walk. <laughs> do you guys know like on social media when someone stops you and they ask you what you're listening to? Like, yeah. do you ever yes. purposely play music just in case that happens? <laughs> um, I have a playlist like without cringy songs to, to be prepared for that you situation. You can't be caught like, you can't you, be caught listening no, to something you can't. like <laughs> and that's actually funny you say that because what is it november 25th 6th 
Yeah. Spotify wrapped comes out December 1st. God, and I've been like a little be so bit bad. worried about it because last year my Spotify wrapped was so bad that like I was so excited to share it. Everybody <laughs> was sharing theirs. And when I got mine, I was like, this will not be leaving the app <laughs> because I was so embarrassed. This is my eyes only. You know, you know something Can you tell us? Can you tell us who was on it? I just. I think like Post Malone was on there. <laughs> oh no. Like I'm not even like a Post Malone stan, but sometimes like I'll just put his album on and just really like, yeah, I really like this. Get into it. Just like I like the vibes, but I'm like, no, I'm so I'm not posting yeah. this on my social media. And like, I don't know, like love Taylor Swift, but like it, I think it was like Taylor Swift, Post Malone, and I just was like, <laughs> it's a no-go. Mm, mm -mm. It's not a value add to my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's at that point. You want to know something super embarrassing? What? You know, in 2020, they give you like not just the yearly rap, but the decade rap because it was like the end of the. Oh. You want to know what my number one artist of the decade was? Um, The Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> not much better. <laughs> It was it was the Glee cast. Oh, Erica. Oh no. You know what? That you track, don't stop believing. That was an identifier you know of your decade. <laughs> yeah. My iPod had quite a bit of Glee cast. On yeah. It. I couldn't post any of it. No, yeah. None of that saw the light of no, day. No, that's just oh gotta stay in the archives. But yeah. I think this year I've been expanding my music taste since post college. I think I'm not like just uh, like whatever whatever I see on my. Um, like predicted Spotify playlist. Like I'm like into music now. So nice. Yeah. Growth. Growth. Yeah. When I was over at your house, you had some good music going in the kitchen. Yeah. We, 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 we had a good time in the yeah. kitchen. Well, <laughs> we had some good music too. And Scott and I have a vinyl collection. Oh, so we have yeah. a record player and then we have probably like 50 records, which is really fun to collect Adorable. vinyl. But it's also really expensive because each record's like... Yeah, 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah. You know, um, I was going thrifting last weekend and there's a lot of good finds on the shelf. There are. What yeah. if they're scratched up? You don't even know it. That's you can true, you can tell. True. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like if they're like two bucks, like yeah. fuck it, we ball. Yeah. You know? Fair. I was actually wondering if you could say that for it on your podcast. You can, I mean, she, Kelly she is it. yet to, but I be spitting it like <laughs> there's no tomorrow. Because <laughs> sometimes I just, you know, I have some colorful language, so but I like, like that you colorful. Know. Yeah, I like that. Let it let it rip. You're free here. You're not. Okay, you're not you. bound down by society so on our much. podcast. <laughs> We're going off the deep end. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, we are. Uh, how was y'all's Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. My parents. Um, my parents came to Austin. I was cosplaying an only child. I have three siblings, um, but it was just me and my mommy and daddy. Was it overwhelming at all? No, it was just like, what do we do now? Oh, mm. let's go on a walk. Mm. And we didn't cook at all. So that was kind of amazing. Everything was catered. So That's I just nice. woke up on Thanksgiving, like time to see what we want to do for the day. That's so fun. What did you, where'd you cater from? We got Swedish Hill catering. I did that, I did yeah. that last oh year. My God. Sourdough, so sourdough stuffing. Oh my gosh. Green so beans. Good. It was lit. And then we got from a separate catering a barbecue turkey. Whoa. So like it was like smoked in black and like <laughs> wow. It was smoky. It was it was seasoned. <laughs> it was really seasoned. And like you could taste the smokiness mm. in the in the bird. Yeah. Immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> the smoky got the ke go got to Kelly. That, that was funny. That was funny. Erica, what did you do? I went back to Vegas. Uh, you know, was was with the fam post post breakup. Going going through it. I just dropped that on the pod. Yeah, my my two year relationship ended a couple weeks ago. You guys, but um, 
<laughs> JC's staring at me like shocked. But yeah, so I was like with the fam, hanging out, really just taking it all in. So it was good. It was nice to be home. That yeah. is, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I also went home and spent some time with the fam. And mm-hmm. gosh, we were booing for a bit. It's always good to be back with everybody. Did always I make good. a um, sweet potato casserole with your family? Oh, okay. So I wanted to like bring this up. Um, did you guys, I mean, Leah, you didn't cook at all. Did you cook? Yeah, I was in charge of the charcuterie board and Me the too. instant gravy. Wow. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fire too. Thanks. Um, so something about me that I've noticed is yeah. something always goes wrong in the kitchen when I'm cooking. And, and I like to play it off and not tell anybody. <laughs> you don't ask for help. You just, you just fix it on your own. Oh, um, I just like add to the ingredient, maybe like add to like the recipe to try to um, compensate for what happened. That's really oh. funny because that's the exact scene in um, the rat movie. What, Ratatouille? <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> um, so Kelly, in the rat Kelly, movie. Kelly Ratatouille. is Ratatouille. No, no, no. no. Linguini. Kelly is the Linguini, Linguini mm-hmm. who like messes it up. And, and then I, need, I needed the rat on came my head. in. I needed that. And was like, oh, actually, so you messed it up. I'll give you cow. I, yeah, I need the yeah, mice. Kelly needs the strings pulled a little. I really did, but yeah. it was hilarious. And I just, it's always happened. Something always goes wrong. When I was at your house the other day and I, yeah, those marshmallows went flying everywhere right. in the kitchen. And well, it's, it's funny because Kelly and I, um, we decided to make a um, sweet potato casserole for Friendsgiving. And funny enough, um, I, sweet potato casseroles have been going viral this week because everyone's messing them up and burning no the marshmallows. Oh. And ours was, let me just say, ours was perfect. We had a crunch factor in ours. Don't yes. ask. Yeah. Don't ask what the crunch factor was. Yeah, but the what? crunch factor was a result of a no, creative decision <laughs> by <It> us. <laughs> and it wasn't. What was one of the most consumed items at the Friendsgiving? Sweet Our sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Love it. And we didn't burn the marshmallows. They just went flying everywhere yeah we didn't kitchen. burn the marshmallows but we did try to film a few tiktoks in yeah. the kitchen which resulted in a lot of stray marshmallows some stray mushrooms because we were also making a mushroom gravy so <laughs> mushroom gravy. There, was, there was quite a bit going on and actually kelly let me just tell you um that friendsgiving happened about two weeks ago yesterday i did find a mushroom, <laughs> a mushroom or a marshmallow my, a mushroom <laughs> A rogue, a rogue mushroom. A rogue mushroom. I know you're going to be finding marshmallows because oh, I, I know there was some that got scooted underneath your Definitely. oven. <laughs> well, we'll find that when um when I move out. So yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. Are you guys a turkey trot family? No. I right, actually. So my mom goes with like her friends, and we all stay at home. Oh, really? Yeah. No. So we're not a t- turkey trot family. We are a discuss politics at the dinner table. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say there's always something. Um, always and the then worst. like somebody leaves. So that's Angry. kind of our fun little tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Someone storms off. The oh, every like, time. Something, there's always like one heated like question or someone brings up somebody else. And yes, exactly. You're I, slamming the door, slamming the table and walking away. Hot topics are not off limits in my family. So. I had to, I had to Snapchat Kelly at my Thanksgiving table to get out of a conversation. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. How about Fond you? Memories. Well, nothing really happened at the dinner table, but I had some interactions running into some old high school friends mm. and, and mm. just seeing some people that I didn't expect to see over break. Okay, you know what? I've been so curious about this. Um, 
I have never been a blackout Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, kind of girl bow. Because a bow. Bow, B-O-W, oh, blackout Wednesday. A bow. A bow. <laughs> she told me there um, I've never bow. been a bow girl because I never went home for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, during college. And um, I'm just curious how people maintain these friendships where they go out at their high school bars that, that's like, a good that's point like, like do, do you guys have a bar that you specifically set on meeting at or like a place you meet up at i mean i just met up with a few friends and we went from there but it's like there's not a ton of places to go out so you're bound to run into some people mm-hmm. wherever you go and then it's like a trickling effect of like oh this person's coming this person's coming you're like mm, great like yeah. you know <laughs> i feel like i feel like that's where vegas is different like growing up in vegas like we don't have a few bars so there's mm. no like one place where you meet up yeah it's just chaos yeah yeah i mean i've never experienced i didn't ever experience like running into old people like that because i never was a bow girl but bow bow but, bow i mean it's it was interesting running into people yeah because I just, like, did, I never even, like, went out. When, I didn't do anything when I was in high school. Did anyone ask you, like, any out-of-pocket question while you were out? Um, just, like, old people from high school got get brought up, and you're, like, talking about them, and you're, you wonder what they're doing, and then you see them, like, 30 minutes later because they also <laughs> go out. And you're like, ah, now's my hey. opportunity to ask. Oh. No, it was my high school friends, my high school swim team, like, my class, we tried to do this get-together, and... We haven't really kept in touch, so I was just like, what is going to happen here, you know? We all go to this, I don't know, I don't even know where we were at this brewery, but um, it was it was really interesting. And, you know, I you don't know what to, like, make of it. Like, it's just all small talk, so it's, it's nearly yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah. It was interesting. Will you guys be going to your um, high school reunions, your mm-hmm. tenure? 10 years my 10 year just hit no way were you there i'm that old no (laughs) you're not going what to pennsylvania yeah to my little catholic school no that would be a great but you want to see how i want to see how everyone i want to see how everyone turns out yeah like is it known in that area that you're an olympian and everything my high school does have like kind of a poster like hanging. Dude, and, just, like, we were just talking about we were that. We talking about the how some schools or like clubs have posters if you're like an Olympian. And my club actually has one too. And it's really cute because oh, it's like I swam for this little Jewish swim club in Pittsburgh. And so they have all of these like, I don't know, like Hebrew drawings and like all this cool stuff. And then there's like, just like a picture of me like so on the cute. wall. That is. And my club coach is so cute. Um, he's the best. He's 85. Still coaching. Well, he, he kind of like, he did, he pulled an Eddie Reese little mm. fake retirement. Okay. They he's kind do. of still around, but um, yeah, he's the best. I feel like when you have four, four, one, two, three, four, four of the same club members in one Olympic, the poster doesn't happen. Oh, with the sandpipers? Um, yeah. Like, I just came from a mega club that was um, that put a lot of people on the Olympic team in 2020. No, so. you need to start a wall. Yeah. You need to, start, like, you need to demand that. We don't, yeah. I don't think sandpipers own the This is your pool. rite of passage. Okay. Oh. Like, maybe a it, traveling they, one. Yeah. <laughs> portable. You guys need, like, a binder or something <laughs> yeah. to take with you. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Or, yeah. Maybe. You should get on that. I, I'll, I'll call up Ronald. Yeah. Get that idea out there when you go home yeah. for winter break. Yeah, yeah. Sit him down. Hey, Ron, this is what we're gonna do. 
<laughs> okay, Leah, can we get into like how you ended up at Texas? Yes. I want to I want to know because you started off at UVA and then you were at Arizona, yes. right? And then you're obviously here now, but I want you to tell it. And from, I just yeah. from Charlottesville to Tucson to Austin. Give us the give us the rundown. Okay, so I got to UVA in 2013, which is so long ago. What did you study? Um, I majored in media studies, which is applicable to what I am doing now. But um, I also didn't, I I graduated in 2017. So, you know, if I'm going to be looking for a job in 2024, the last relevant experience in this industry was... Seven years before that, I felt that I maybe hey. needed a better footing, yeah. you know? Good. So I got to UVA in 2013, and um, I had a great time at UVA. Like, really just the best time. And I love everyone that I swam with. Um, but when I left, um, my coaches had taken a job at Arizona, and I decided that I wanted to keep training with them. So I moved to Arizona. Um, And I actually trained there for four years, which sounds so crazy. Like, I can't believe my career has been this long. I feel like when I think back on your career, me mentally outside looking in, I felt like you were at Arizona for like two years. Me too. Yeah. Well, okay. So like two of those years were kind of from the panty. And Mm. what? Pandemic. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) 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 P-A-N-I. Wow. Um, okay. And I do feel that th- those were kind of a time warp. Like, I don't really feel like they were real. They oh don't my really gosh. count. For I me. saw this theory that, like, you take away the two years of the pandemic, and that's like how old you are now. So I believe my it. God, I am 20. No, because I do feel like I'm 26. <laughs> Guys, let me just tell you, like, 26 just sounds like the best age. It just sounds so, like, fun and flirty and, like, <laughs> cute. But, like, 28. And then it's like, 29 <laughs> <laughs> like i want to be 26 forever we can let's let's go by it yeah that okay, means I am that means i'm 20 i'm 21 no it doesn't count okay i'm yet. not gonna do that. i want to be 22 <laughs> yeah kelly you're not 20 <laughs> um, this is leah's eight this is leah's way of like catching up closer to like the locker room age exactly <laughs> Like you guys can't go down. I have to go. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We have to stay the same. Stay. You come down, level exactly. the playing. Because we were still in college. Yeah, we stay. <laughs> so um yeah, I I didn't think I was there for very long, but I was. Um and I did love it there, like the desert that'll always have a place in my heart. Um but then 2021, I uh finished up Olympic trials and I was sort of like, okay. Let's just retire. That was so not fun. Like, let's just be done. And like, I'll be happy with that. I'm really happy with everything I've achieved in my career. Like I, I could be satisfied ending here. And then I sort of had like a little fun summer. I just like did everything. Like I just was a yes girl. I just like, oh, that's all the best. Fr- it, it is that's the best. And you don't get that a lot in swimming. Like your friend asks you to do something and you can say yes. Like that happens like maybe 5% of the time. So for like a month and a half, people would ask me to visit and I'm like, yep, I'm coming. So were you swimming or no? I didn't swim a lick and it felt I love so that. good. Yeah. That's probably, I even that was probably I the best out. for you like now. Yeah. No, it was perfect because it got, it gave me a small taste of retirement. Yeah. And it definitely allowed me to assess whether I like wanted to keep going. The funny thing is, is that 
when you don't make the Olympics, um, they ask the third place person if they want to train to be an alternate in case something happens to the second or first place person. So I was asked to be an alternate, like I had to sign all these papers, but you have to say that you're going to keep training, going to keep training. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? So I think it was like, I got home from trials on like, like June 27th or 28th. And I was supposed to keep training until July 5th. If I signed this. <laughs> what are you like across the country yeah, like, so, with your friends? No, I, I, I know I'm on the beach, like <laughs> training. Yeah. So I signed it, and I was by the time July 5th rolled around, I was like, because <laughs> I didn't swim. Thank God, yeah, that would have actually been iconic though what if, if they yeah. called you up what and if they you just, just cold turkey that threw you in the eight free. No, <gasps> okay, so I did think about it, and I was like, I have been put through the ringer with training. Like yeah. I, I have done so many things that I didn't know I was capable of that I like train myself to be capable of it and, and train my mind. I was like, I know on short notice that I could throw something together. Yeah. Definitely. However, you could. I was in such a fragile state <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't, I just couldn't even bear to like look at a pool. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah. So, um, I forget where, oh, so basically I became a yes woman. Like I just did everything that I wanted to do. I had such a fun summer. I saw so many of my best friends, went went on multiple vacations. And then when I was done, the dust had, dust had really settled. Like the Olympics was over. I was like, all right, well, what is next for me? And I was like driving around in Tucson and like, you know, when like a song comes on and you're like, you just get really like motivated. I'm, like, I'm, the, I'm it. I am This her. was your calling. You know, they're like, this is 10% luck. 20%. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that was the song. That was not traded power of will. That was not the song, but like a song came on and I, I just started like feeling some type of way. The fire in the belly just grew. Exactly. And like the Frog Kings had just asked me to come back for another really? season oh, that day. Okay. And so I'm like, moment of silence for second. ISL. We yes. miss you, ISL. Rest in peace. <laughs> Sorry, RRP, you're never coming back. ISL is the International Swimming League that lasted for like two seasons. This Ukrainian Russian man put millions and millions and millions Ukrainian of dollars into this Russian man. Yes, yeah, like he was he was I don't know anything. He was about a mixed it. I do. His he was Ukrainian Russian <laughs> and the war hit and his bank account got frozen because he was Ukrainian, but his money was in Russia. And so he couldn't pay any of the athletes for ISL season three. I mean, there were three seasons and the payment. Yeah, I don't think anyone in season three got paid and not even everyone in season two got paid. Yeah. So it's never coming back. Yeah. We miss you, ISL. Yeah, so RIP, but for season three, the Frog Kings, so for reference- Tokyo Frog um, Kings. Tokyo Frog Kings. Yes, I was on the LA Current my first season of ISL, (laughs) so that was really fun. This is a fever dream talking about ISL. Yeah. Um, Second season, I was in the bubble. I was on Tokyo Frog Kings, and this is really funny because I feel like we, during this conversation- in answering how I got to Texas, we've been on so many side quests, but I do feel that it's important yeah. to, yeah, 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 yeah. to lead get, up, get of course, into it. to get to the side quest. So um, I was part of ISL season two, which was in the bubble. And the bubble was kind of what other sports organizations were doing 
where you bring all of the athletes to a sequestered place. And so it's COVID free kind Mm. of. And And so chaos. Yeah. We did this bubble, which was in Budapest and there's a little Island in the middle of the Danube river in Hungary um, called Margaret Island. It's just like this little Island that has a couple hotels on it. So we were sequestered on Margaret Island for a month. Oh my God. Were people going crazy? Yeah, they were. Because like, how old are these people? I mean, anywhere from like 20 to 30. Like, there weren't a lot of younger people. Like, it was a lot of pros. But like, it was a very interesting time. This is is after the Olympics? No. So this was in the fall of 2020. There's definitely some oh nannigans going on. Oh, there were there were a lot of nannies that I I can't <laughs> a lot even of imagine. <laughs> Actually, I heard a couple from that meet, and yeah, you're right. That was yeah. chaos. Yeah, I can't even I mean, share it on the podcast. You put like what several hundred athletes on an island together, and like <laughs> after they've been locked away in COVID and like had no Love human Island. That <laughs> is, yeah, that's like a show. I no, really, that. honestly. So here's the thing: ISL maybe could have. Um, stopped their impending uh like doom doom by filming um sort of like a a little love island they just needed a camera crew out there you guys like marriages almost ended because of this because of this season not mine honestly i feel like that's it (laughs) let's get it (laughs) wait kelly i didn't answer how i got to texas i know i know sorry (laughs) <laughs> this explains my brain. Okay, but, you know, we're getting off track. But let me just say that. So the Frog Kings had just asked me to come back for season three. And I was listening to this song in the car. I wish I remembered what song it was. But I just had this wave of inspiration, which led me to believe that I wasn't done with swimming because I was kind of getting really inspired thinking about swimming again. But I felt that I couldn't stay where I was in order to grow. And so I was like, all right, well, where would I go? And I started making a little list in my head of like places that I would live and like coaches that I would swim for. And really only one name came, came to my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the, I just, the first name was Carol and Carol has always been someone that I've admired. And I kind of almost came um, to Texas. Like Texas was in my top three and Carol was like the number one thing that I loved about Texas. Yeah. So we kind of stayed in touch throughout my career. Um, But at this point in 2021, that was nine years after I um, didn't come to Texas. Um, But Carol has just always been someone that like I would see at meets and just have a great time talking to. And I even remember like at Olympic trials when I was going through it like I remember Carol talking to me and that was really meaningful um and saying good job to me after like some of my races so but the thing was is I knew that Texas typically didn't accept pros that didn't swim for Texas yeah I was gonna say I had never seen a pro that came in yeah Mm -hmm. well on the men's side they do but not definitely not the woman's side so I but I was just like you know what I'm literally, it's retirement or this. So I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah. And I did. I, so I sent a text to Carol. I was going to say, would you DM her? <laughs> yeah. I slid in. No. Yo. I texted her. Yo. And, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like. So sea so dog. <laughs> I texted her and I was pretty vague 
I want it to be the perfect amount of vague that I didn't just give her an uncomfortable question that she had to answer via text. But I also wanted to let her know like what I was mm -hmm. maybe thinking because I wanted her to have some time to think about it. So I sent her this text being like, I'd love to talk about like what's next for me in my career. And I don't remember exactly what it said. Um, and then two weeks went by. No, she hadn't responded. She hadn't responded. And I was like, oh, all God. right, like, it's fine. I'll retire. Like, it's, I'll so, just. So you thought you were being ghosted? I, no, I don't know. I don't remember what yeah. I thought, but I was just like, I was honestly like, well, she's never accepted yeah. pros before that didn't go to Texas. So mm -hmm. in, I'm asking something pretty out of the question. Um, so eventually she responds and. Uh, she had just been like busy. Like you guys know, now yeah, that I know yeah. Carol, I'm like that. I mean, that makes sense. I like, think that was in her like Italy trip era 100%. Like I texted her in early, late July, early August. Like that is the time when swim coaches get off of swimming. Yeah. So um, we had like one phone call and she actually thought that I just wanted advice on like the ending of my career and like potential retirement, which is so sweet that she was willing to call me yeah. and be like, so tell me about your career and like what you're thinking. And I, I really appreciate that she was just willing to like call me and like talk about, you know, what should I do? Um, but then I was like, I want to swim for Texas. Like I want to swim for you. And we just, I mean, I'm pretty sure on that call, she was like, I'm down. That's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Had you ever been to Austin before? I had been to Austin for the invite. Okay. Um, and then I just for pro series, but yeah. never like really yeah. been to Austin. Oh my gosh. So without having been to Austin, I packed all my stuff up like within two weeks of that conversation. And I just, me and my mom drove out. That's crazy. So I remember when Carol told us mm -hmm. that there was going to be a surprise coming on our team. And like, she was like, guys, I have this surprise for you. And, but like, and she kind of told us like maybe a few times about that there, there was a surprise, but yeah. no one ever knew. And then one day she, I think she dropped it and then you just showed up maybe the next. Like, I just remember she, it all happening so fast. She put me like in the group chat. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone started sending gifts and like, just like yes. being like, yes. yes. And I was like, so honored. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this does not need that much attention. But no. I got a, I got a phone call. I was in Vegas and I was just about to come out to Austin. And like, this is in my three week, like rager era. Yeah. Where I'm celebrating Necessary. the games. And I get a, and originally when, um, I had gotten a phone call from Carol, um, or like originally prior to coming here, my first year scholarship was like really, really, really low. Mm -hmm. And so I get a call from Carol and she's like, hey, I'm like, hey. And she's like, okay, so first thing, um, like we're gonna make some changes to your scholarship. Second, nice. what are your thoughts on having a little training buddy? And I'm like, oh, well, who are you, who are you talking about? She's like, Leah Smith. And like, I'd gone with, I'd gone to Pan Packs with you. Yes. But like, I didn't really, well, we really didn't know overlap, you. like, inter like, cause you were also like open water, I feel like is like pretty sequestered. Too. Yeah. Mm. And I just kind of like stuck with the younger kids. Like my first team USA trip, I didn't like to talk to anyone. Cause I like, I don't know. I felt like a little fish in a big pond and like everyone kind of yeah. knew each and other. On that, on that Pan Packs trip, it was like a little group of younger people. Yeah. So then, we had our little like young kid squad. Okay. 
And so I was like, oh my God, like, yes, let's, I like want to train with Leah. And then I show up and yeah, like two days later, you, you came in. I was there. Rolling. Yeah. There you were. And you guys were just like, just the whole team in general was like so welcoming. It was like, it was really the best. Like I really like from the second I got there, I like felt like I belonged, which I feel Aww. like is hard for a pro, but with you guys, I did. And you, you know, fit in so dude, well. People say that too. Like, you know how a lot of people have, especially nowadays, go to college programs to train, like, and they're yeah. not really on the team because they don't go to school mm -hmm. there. It's Everyone has told me, like, because they're like, oh, you have Leah up there. And a lot of people have said, like, Leah really blends in with the oh, team. Oh, well. yeah. Like, Leah's they, on the team. Like, I am. Exactly. Like, so you I graduated from Texas. Yeah. And yeah. Like, people I think. I scored for them at NCAA. People think you went to school at Texas. She was like, my roommate no, at NCs. <laughs> it's so funny because when I was at Arizona, people were like, you went to Arizona, right? And I'm like, do you guys not? Like, yeah. <laughs> Some people, Yeah. So at how long being in Austin did you decide you wanted to go back to school? Um, so actually, when I was at Arizona, I had thought about going back to school. And there, I thought about getting a master's in marketing, which was a one-year program. Um, but I started, like, doing the math a little bit, and it was going to be, like, $30,000. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to need to be pretty sure that this is the exact program that I want to do before I'm 30K deep yeah. in. Yeah. And I was also looking into that program in like 2019, 2020. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? This one year program and then be like, but I'm also not going to work for three more years. So I felt like the timing wasn't right either. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the timing of you being here and going to school, like it lined up so it's perfectly. so good and it like did. i'm so glad that you're like a longhorn bias i know i'm like i get to do this and like really believe it yeah i love, I love it I yes. lo it makes me so happy that. like yeah when i found out that you were gonna be um as we like to call them a moody bitch with us <laughs> I'm a i moody was bitch. Oh, so happy yes. like i'm so happy you're in moody it's the best school yeah it is we're wait are we all three we're moody? all moody everyone in this room is moody look at yes. us Moody girls. Moody girls. Put on a shirt, please. All the way. Moody bitches. Yes. I, the co-op is going to sell that one day, and I will sue them. Yeah. Because we said it. Like, we're putting it out there. Like Moody right bitches. Now. Wait, no, because we don't own Moody, so I don't think. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. They got to give me a fee for the idea, though. They yeah. can just give me, like, a flat rate. Just pitch it to them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Should, yeah. we, should we do an ad break? Let's do it. Let's hit it. All right. Uh, this episode and all of our episodes are sponsored by the Populous Fantasy app, Populous Fantasy. Change the way you play basketball today. Gotcha. Love it. That's Kelly's, that's Kelly's like go-to saying now. And Erica's a, oh, three-pointer, three-pointer, basketball. <laughs> um, also, shoot some hoops, Leah. Yeah. Wait, actually, guys, I have a really good story about shooting hoops. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get into it yeah. after we thank 512 Media. Thank you guys so much for putting our show on. If you see 512 Media on Spotify, rate it five stars. You know, just give us the rundown. We like to know how we're doing. You can also keep up with 40 Yard Line Podcast. JC runs that. Uh, thank you, JC, just off the camera. And right I want to shout out um, JC's table on the Thanksgiving episode where he put me um, at his table. That was definitely the best table at Tank. Shout out. Shout out Carson and um, Evan, you are public enemy number one. Next time I see you, it is on the site. <laughs> Watch your back. Watch your back. 
I feel like we should have beef within the podcast. So you have to watch both podcasts to be caught up with the lore. This is our first lore. Evan is my enemy. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. He actually, he texted me the day he wrote that. He goes, it's better for the brand if we beef. Yeah, that's, we're <laughs> the, wow. we're, great minds think alike. <laughs> we're, we're on it. Gosh. All right, should we get back into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Leah, what's your story? Funny story. Okay, so um, when I was at UVA, I decided to work swim camp one summer. Yeah. And I had just finished my first year, which is what we say at UVA. Um, and I was working swim camp, so I had to stay at the dorms. And um, with all the little kids, whatever, it was fun. But I would like get these breaks where I could just, you know, hang out like in the courtyard outside of the dorms. And I was also taking a Spanish class that summer. And so in my Spanish class, it was me and like five guys on the basketball team. And that was a hoot. <laughs> like it was such a hoot. It you was a study really? hour <laughs> Spanish class. Okay. And so Yikes. actually while I'm telling this, I just realized that there's two stories within this story. Okay. One perfect. about the Spanish class and one about basketball itself. So I'm playing um, sorry, I just got ahead of myself. Okay, so I'm I'm in the dorm courtyard and I see all these guys from my Spanish class on the uh, court of the adjacent dorm. Mm. So they had gotten there early. They were freshmen or like a soon to be freshmen. They had gotten there early and they were staying in the dorm. And so sometimes they would just play like pickup games like in the little courtyard. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, my friends are over there. I'm going to go say hi and like see if I can get in on this game. <laughs> so I'm like, I go over there and I'm like, hey, guys, can I play? Which like, if you know me, like, I don't, I mean, don't hand me a ball. Like, you you don't want to You don't want to be launched into a game of pickup basketball. I was with, pretty with much joking. Athletes. Like, I've never played basketball. I can't even play horse. <laughs> like, so I go over there, I ask if I can play, and they said yes. So they divided me up into teams, and I think it was like two versus three, like I was on the three one. And I'm not really familiar with basketball terms. Maybe you guys are, but let me know after this. Um, and so we're, we're playing, we're getting into the thick of it. Like, <laughs> I don't even, you know, I'm just really running around. Like, I don't know any of the rules, like... Um, ball was not being handed to me, and which is fine. You're just running around. Exactly. Cute. <laughs> and so one of the players is like, Leah, come on, Leah, screen. And so I didn't know what screen meant um, in oh, basketball. No. And so I hear, I, I'm, I think I, he says, come on, Leah, scream. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, he wants me to distract the other guy. <laughs> he wants me to distract the other team. So I, I get up in front of the guy and I'm like, ah! and I start screaming at him and they, they lose their shit and they just start dying. And, and I'm like, what? And they're like, scream, which I guess means block or something. Is that like it's hands like, up? It's, isn't it like to block so that someone can sneak past you? It's like, it's yeah. like the person to like put up before so someone else can sneak behind you. Like you're like the screen door. Yeah, it's it's some sort of strategic <laughs> move that I didn't know. And so I start screaming at him. Oh my gosh. Did, Were you like trying work? to be funny and like get in there? You just Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was like, what an interesting tactic. He just wants to include me. Like I, I'm clearly not helping tactically. So oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah. These boys are oh so kind. God. When they yeah. saw you, like, the rest of the semester, were they, like, screaming? Oh, yeah, it, was, it was just, like, a running joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then t- uh, several of them were on the Natty winning team in 2019, and so I'll just always fondly, you know, remember my time. That's awesome. I, trained you, with them basically. you, you trained. got them there yeah you did and then so i can't tell this story without telling the other experience that i had with um with them in my spanish class which is um i had a three hour a day spanish class with them all summer long that's crazy every day of the week three hours of spanish and i was a tired tired little girl in college eepy, you were eepy i was eepy and um, so I often would get a little eepy in class. Um, and oh. one class, I was feeling a little eepy and like I was head bobbing, you know, like oh, yeah. as you do on planes. And I was really trying, like I was fighting for my life. Like my eyes were heavy. Like I was really trying to, <laughs> I was really you're, you're trying to demons. stay awake. And my professor's lecturing like, the class is not having a discussion like it's just him talking and I guess like I was so tired that I fell asleep with my head tilted back which is how I often fall asleep like when I'm sitting and um I started dreaming a little bit and subsequently started sleep talking in my Spanish class but it wasn't just like sleep talking like that might have been better like that might have been coherent words I just let out like a little moan <laughs> in the, in the middle of my Spanish class. <laughs> I'd be mortified. I'd never go back to class. Well, I was mortified, but I had to go back to class for three hours a day. Did the moan every wake day. you up or did they yes. tell you? It immediately woke me up. I perked right back up. <laughs> and then my professor asked me um, if I had something to share. <laughs> So, what did your friends do? Your basketball friends? They were all just like. <laughs> but honestly, like, funny stuff happened in that class every day, yeah. and so I'm sure they honestly like, you know, funny things were happening all the time. So, so hopefully they don't remember it. But if you were that mortified. was one of my classmates, I would yeah. remember that forever. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh my god! Yeah, it's one of those things where you just hope they forget, but you'll never know. Yeah, that's yeah, we'll so never funny. know. Never know. Oh my gosh! Brutal. That's really funny. Okay, wait. Can we get into you and Scott? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yay! Bay. Bay. I e- love Scott. We bonded at a tennis game yes, last year. Yes. We so actually we love Texas tennis. Like he we knew were a like, lot. We were like, we need to interact with our community more. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. And you guys go out every, yeah, every game. We, we started, you, you chose tennis. Tennis was like the game. Yes, because it's free and the facilities <laughs> are great, like yeah. seating wise. Um, and it's just pleasant. Like mm-hmm. it was spring in Austin. So we, we started frequenting baseball and tennis. Oh, nice. And love. baseball's not free, but it, I love base, college baseball games are so fun. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Oh hot gosh. dogs and you know the works but um yeah scott and i started going to texas tennis games and that was really really fun and then erica um i was there for big actually met him at a game that i wasn't at and he was and we sat and we bonded that was mm-hmm. our big day well how'd y'all meet um so scott and i actually met because um a guy so that he swam with who 
was a first year when he was a fifth year. Yeah. Um, was a junior. Sorry, I'm using That's okay. Oh, yeah, too yeah. many terms. Yeah, I get it. But basically like a younger guy on the team who was younger when he was on the team was an older guy when I was on the team. So okay. we had a mutual friend. Yeah. And I always knew who my boyfriend was because he was really good at swimming and he really? had all these records at UVA. And so oh, nice. I was like, I always knew who he was. And I actually always heard like stories and I really wanted to meet him like independent of dating him. Yeah. Like I just thought, you, I you knew, just thought he was a cool dude. I knew he was a cool dude and people always talked about him like admiringly. And so I was like, mm. when my friend said, I'm getting drinks with Scott tonight, I was like, he invited me to come and I was like, I'm there. Like I want to go. Yeah. So, um, we met at this, we just like got drinks together with a mutual friend and then the mutual friend had to go and we just like stayed together talking and it was, I mean, God, after that. Wow. That is so cute. Yeah. It's a, it's a good meet cute. And the cool thing is like we met at this bar called the Virginian, which just feels like, right. Like that yeah. he went yeah. to UVA, I went to UVA. The bar was the Virginian. And, um, the only thing is like some people who like meet at the Virginian, like know the booth number that they met at. Cause the Virginian is like a really iconic bar at UVA. Like there's like, I don't know, like 10 booths. Yeah. And like, I wish I knew which booth we met in. If like that would be so cute. If you were to go so back, cute. do you think you'd know which one it was? I know I can narrow it down to like two or three. Like, oh my God. That's adorable. I feel yeah. like in the swimming world, everyone just do like word of mouth or just, especially with social media nowadays, like everyone kind of knows like who's with who. But I feel like you're one of those people who has like heavy relationship lore. Like prior to you coming to Texas, I didn't know that you were in such a long term relationship. Yes. Okay. Because Bay, he does like to be private. I love private. that. <laughs> I love Bay, that. Bay, he's and a very I respect, private man. I respect his his privacy. The only social media he has is LinkedIn. Love it. Which is kind of like a lot of girls would be like, oh my god, yes. Like yeah, such my a power. It's not on social media. Um, but yeah, he, he, I do respect his privacy. So I, that's like mostly why you wouldn't see him yeah. a lot because, um, it's kind of like when you wish your parents a happy birthday on Instagram and they're not on there and they're not going to see it. And it's really just cause you want to post a picture of yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I would relate it to. But, um, yeah, we just celebrated seven years. Oh my gosh. Together. So that's wild. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Okay, so you've obviously been in a relationship for a while. What relationship advice would you give? Like, what's your greatest piece of advice you should could this give be, No, should this be out of pocket question of the week? No, I guess it's just Leah. Yeah, yeah. leave, leave. Um, yeah. So I think my best relationship advice would be it's dual sided, and I think it's to celebrate like all the green flags that you see. And like Scott has a ton of them mm -hmm. um, and just like be really thankful for them and like really relish in that um, because not everybody has a lot of green flags. And then like on the flip side, like Kelly's going to, Kelly's gonna, you, you just hit home. Did I make you emotional? Well, I'm going to make you not emotional with this. Okay. Don't ignore like <laughs> screaming red flags. <laughs> That's my, that's the flip side of that advice. Okay. And I feel like it took me a long time uh, and a lot of red flags to like really understand that. Mm -hmm. Not, not red flags in my relationship, but yeah, you know, previous ones. Yeah. But yeah. You live and you learn. Exactly. So, um, I think like I, 
one of the things that I think my boyfriend and I do really well is like expressing our gratitude for each other. Um, and I think that's something that's just like so important in relationships because sometimes when you've been together for like seven years, like maybe you don't always express that because you assume the other person knows that. Yeah. And you just, I think it's so important not to lose that element of your relationship. What is Scott like? Is he like golden retriever energy or, or what? No, that's a good question. He is very, um, he's very intelligent, very methodical. Ooh. Like he's kind of like a little explorer. Like he's like super into outdoors. Yeah. Um, he has like hundreds of books. Like he's a, oh he is an encyclopedia. His mom <laughs> has said this. He's a walking encyclopedia. Oh my gosh. He's a um, smart guy. And he's just very um, intentional about everything he does, like relationships, work. Like he puts so much thought and care into everything he does. Like it's, it's really, really special. Like certainly one of his green flags. Yeah. I will say like outside looking in, you guys are so freaking funny. Just like with you your guys' characters. Like, oh my they gosh. make me laugh so hard. Yeah, we do. We do have some um, like fictional <laughs> characters that that exist in our house. They're sort of like imaginary friends that we... <laughs> Dr. Basha. <laughs> we, we have Wait, some... Wait, I've never heard of this. Oh you my haven't? God, they're so funny. Wait, I heard of... I remember the we have Boggy like, Creek monster. <laughs> that was. Oh, yeah. The Boggy Creek... Uh, the, the Boggy Creek Hoarder. Yeah. The BCH. <laughs> We, um, we just have, like, we always are, that's, like, another fun thing about our relationship is I feel like we're very, like, playful. I like, love yeah. that. I love that. Things can get really serious as you get older. Yeah. And so I feel like it's just fun to, like, have a fun, playful element to your relationship. And so cute. one of ours is just creating fictional characters <laughs> that live in our life and secretly do things for us or oh. against us. So that was actually funny. That was our one of the biggest characters was this sort of devilish little gnome that um, he was kind of responsible for like we like unfortunate things happening to us. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, it's him. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love the lore. <laughs> I love the Leon Scott lore. I got to hear more that. about that. Yeah. Later. I mean, they're, honestly, if you meet us 10 years from now, we're going to probably have like 10 to 15 more characters. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to keep adding for every year yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got to. Okay. That was good advice, Leah. Yes, yeah, thank that. you. Yeah. We appreciate that. I'll hold on a minute. Yes. On to the... We needed that. Yeah, we did need that. <laughs> yeah. On to the next. <laughs> should we do out-of-pocket question? We should. Okay. Also, you guys, come on. Any out-of-pocket question you have, send it to our Instagram. Let us know. We want to answer some out-of-pocket questions for you guys. We need to know what you want to hear. We do have one right now. I feel like... Oh. <laughs> Oh, really? it was sent to one. I guess we'll find out next week. Then. Yeah. Okay. This is this question's like I feel like it can. It's just gonna spark up some things. I mm -hmm. feel like. Okay. How many dates do you think that you need to go on before going exclusive with somebody? Like, what are you thinking? Should we should we start it off with us two who are unexperienced and then go to Leah as the grand finale answer? You should start. Okay. <laughs> Um, before exclusivity. So not even like boyfriend, girlfriend, just like just the two of you. You know, what do you think? Where should we go with this? Do you think, I think maybe boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, no, okay. I let's think exclusive. Exclusive. I think when you stop talking to other people. Well, and I think, yeah, when you're exclusive, 
But you're I mean, not, even if you're exclusive, you're not boyfriend, girlfriend, or girlfriend, girlfriend. Well, you're like, you're not like dating yet. To be honest, I've got some questions. I don't even know. How, when <laughs> yeah, do you get, a, that is a good question. When do you get asked out? What's the difference what's, between exclusive and boyfriend and girlfriend? It's, it's just the title. One, yeah, the title. Like you have to have that conversation. Yeah. So like for me, I would say it, it, it's not necessarily how many dates you go on. I would say it's the timeline. Okay. I'm like how long because like you could do like three dates in three days and then like yeah that's so true you know or you could do like three dates every two weeks that's that a month and a half bizarre yeah like it's just three and three yeah do you like to like when you're talking to someone do you like to text them every day yeah I think it's a lesbian <laughs> thing though <laughs> you do the good night and the good morning every day oh. dude woman hustle out there you gotta I need to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It's Kelly's it's crazy. like I, that's not my thing. No yeah. way. I guess it depends. But the people who I, I have talked to in the past, <laughs> I have texted every day. Wow. Okay. So what do you think? So you think it's the the timeline? I'd timeline. say I'd say you should narrow down your options like in like three weeks. Like you know if you don't want to talk to anyone else like three weeks yeah. into knowing them, and then I'd say like a solid month and a half until you guys are like you should be dating month and a half of like starting to talk to like officially dating oh my god is that too soon i don't know <laughs> i would say i would say for I'm me that kelly has a reaction either way yeah i actually know i would i would say a month and a half yeah i don't i mean i honestly have no idea well, what would you say i don't, I don't, you don't no know idea. because i've i've been out with people like i could go on 10 dates in the span of months and it's not gonna go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) living with kelly for two years now man with some of the men the talking stage is infinite it is to infinity and beyond i would never make i would never make the move first that's also another thing i am not too bold i mean i can be I certainly would not ask someone to be my boyfriend. No way. No yeah, way. Yeah, I feel like the gender roles kind of take over in that yeah, regard. And I, you know what? I'm okay with that. Like like me being more masculine <laughs> in my relationships, ask. like yeah. I'm the one who usually asks. Yeah. Like kissing on the first date? No. Yeah, I would agree with that. What about you, E? <laughs> I've done it. I'm guilty. <laughs> guilty. We've been over this. Episode one. Guilty. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But I don't even... Uh, guys, can you help me out here? Like the exclusive part, because I don't even think I can. I don't know how to get there. <laughs> I think I think you just I think I'm straight play dating like and a gay dating is here. so different. I would like for me, it's just like, hey, like I see this going somewhere. Do you like if not, like just don't. Yeah, waste but my time. The, the weird thing about that is like people take that to mean different things. They're like, yeah, I like you, too. But then they could be doing. Yeah. Other stuff. Yeah. And I would never say that because I'm like scared that that would scare them away. Definitely. Yeah. God forbid I, I show emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you are a wall. <laughs> no one can penetrate the yes. fort. <laughs> no, I, this thing's locked up. <laughs> and I don't think that's a bad thing, honestly, at, at 22, 23, have your heart on lockdown. Mm. What, yeah. what, what's now? Now we're going to the wiser. What is... What yeah, is your let me, that's ultimate, why I wanted to ask you because yeah, I need to yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, okay. So um, I think, well, so with Scott and I, I think we met, um, I think we were calling each other, we were exclusive probably after like two months, I believe. And then 
which I feel like is normal. That like, is, I think that that's like a pretty normal. good timeline. And the green flag there was that we were going on dates. Um, I had some previous relationships where we didn't go on dates at all. Like not a single date. And also, then yeah. why are you, why are we trying to be exclusive if like we haven't been <laughs> you on haven't a date. shared a meal together like, in we, a public we, setting? We like have not been in public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of it. Um, that's really what alerted me to like, oh, this guy wants to like go out with me and he wants to go to dinner and like be seen with me. He wants to go to the like apple picking or like get Froyo. That was actually our first date dates. was Froyo. Yeah. So and I cute. didn't know if it was a date. I like really hoped it was. Yeah. But he asked me to get Froyo and I was like, yes. But um, and I was really nervous because his um, text said, like, what are your thoughts on sweet frog? And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what if I answer wrong? Like, what if I say, like, I love it? And he's like, oh, I was going to say that I hated it. Um, but then what if I'm like, I don't like it? Yeah. And then he's like, well, I was going to ask you to go there. Yeah. So I was like really overthinking it. I was like, oh, my gosh, also like, what that, do I say? That question is like it could could have gone so many ways. It could have. And like, to be honest, is Froyo good? No. <laughs> But like I was getting, I was getting in there. So were you like, playing chess to like conjure up a response? Well, I, I don't so, stress in those situations at all. Yeah, at the time I did like sweet frog and like I liked the <laughs> toppings. Like, okay, let me just say, I'm a sweet treat girl. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Is froyo better than ice cream? Absolutely not. <laughs> I agree. But like, if you ask me to get froyo, I'm going and I'm loading up. Like, oh, I'm yeah. getting gummy bears and I'm getting the all the fixins, Oreos, all of that. So I had no problem being like, like, I'm not like, I like, I like it. And then he was like, well, we should go later. <laughs> and then he like almost had a conflict. Like he was doing stuff for business school. So he almost moved it. And I was like, no, we have to go. We got to go to Sweet Frog. Because I was like looking forward to this. And like, I was like, we, we need to, like, I need to see if this is a date. And then it's always weird, like, because gender roles whatever like I didn't when I got to the checkout like, oh, I was yeah. like I don't know if, so I just paid to yeah. just like you know not make it weird and be like you got this <laughs> but then that furthered <laughs> that furthered the confusion a little bit <laughs> on his date. part or yours on mine because I was like I don't know so did you just like scurry to the front and you're like swipe my card let's pay right now <laughs> did you did you ever follow up with him like that story like was he like I didn't oh, overthink I, it at I all. I frequently follow up with him on early details of our relationship <laughs> and he doesn't remember any of them. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I was so nervous about this thing. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I have expressed that like several times. Like, I'm like, oh my God, do you remember when? That's and it's so like, funny. he just never thought about that. But um, once we, so like we finished the Froyo date and- like, I don't know why, but I was like, he probably just wants to be friends. Like, but you don't ask someone to go get. Once you paid for your $8 yeah, pro yeah, exactly. with all the yeah. toppings. Yeah. You said it's over. It's yeah. over. We're just homies. Um, but <laughs> we, then we went on like several more dates. Yeah. It became like pretty clear. Like we, the, our second date was actually um, he ordered Rice Krispie Treat cereal for us to try. Like we had talked about it. And so like he ordered it on Amazon so we like, I was not swimming at the time. I was taking a little break yeah. and um, he ordered, we swam, like we just did a little loosen 
And then after we ate Rice Krispie Treat cereal. So that was our second date. And like, that's very like cute. And I feel like that's not something friends do. Yeah. Like maybe they don't go for loosens and then order cereal. Yeah. That they, and try it together. Yeah. So from, so from meeting in that booth all the way to calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend, how long was that timeline? I would say, okay. So like probably honestly five months because like, you know when like you are exclusive, but like you haven't been saying the word, like yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it wasn't until like five ish months where we were really comfortably saying it, but we were still exclusive. So I I do think yeah. it's two separate steps. I, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Can see that, but also if the timeline gets too long, then you're like, like you end up in a limbo. Like yeah. it's it, you don't know what you're doing there. You don't know how to move forward. So it has to yeah. stay definitely. There has to be steps getting like ticked off. I feel like, and there has to be a point past the exclusivity like okay yeah. so we're exclusive but what what's our terms do you ever like do you have to like hint to him or anything or like talk talk to your friends we did have it? one conversation but then yeah we we did have to, we had to have more yeah. because it was when it's not clear i mean you gotta you gotta define it yeah i feel like in college i like outside looking in i've seen a lot of girls be like if you don't ask me to be your boyfriend, like I'm done. Like that's usually what it comes down to. Like I've seen multiple instances of that happening. I ha- yeah, I have too. And I think that's good, honestly. Like don't waste your time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I hate the question though. That's like, what are we? Like, what are we? Yeah. But like, <laughs> like I you also, hate asking it or you hate well, receiving I would, it? I Well, sometimes I want to be like, what, what are we doing? But then yeah. I'm like, if I have to ask that, run. Actually, that's so true. <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, it should be like it either it should, should be, be a really easy answer yeah like oh yeah let's just date yeah or you're just going down a path that's like or they're like seeing a bunch of other so true jason so <laughs> or they're true. just definitely going out with other people yeah 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 <laughs> i've been a part of that <sighs> yeah, we know i know that story yeah <laughs> that was i love hearing we'll we'll have leah back on in another episode and yeah. we'll unpack more lore yeah leah just cracks me up wow <sighs> all right should we wrap up let's wrap it up all yeah thank right. you so much it's been yes, so thank fun you thank so you so much leah. for having i could like i could talk to you guys me all too i know my cheeks are yeah, smiling yes <laughs> how do we how do we find you on your socials um, so my Instagram is Leah Smith 19 and my TikTok is Leo Smithereen. Make sure you find her. There's some really good Texas TikToks there. Yes, Very there good. are. And they're funny. They crack yes. me up. Whenever Leah wants to film a TikTok, you're always down to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, it's not rare, but it's, but they're good. When, it's, yeah, it's when you quality, do it, they're good. Not quantity. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, thank you so much to Populous Fantasy app. Populous. Change the way you play basketball today. Three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can follow us at Off the Deep End PC on Instagram. And this just in, officially, officially, we are starting a YouTube account and a TikTok account. So we'll either have it up by next episode or we'll have it in the bio. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at erica.sully, my TikTok at erica underscore Kelly. Instagram, Kelly Pash with two H's. And my TikTok is don't be a weenie. Don't with, be a weenie. With threes. <laughs> Classic. Also, like, stay tuned for our TikTok with Off the Deep End because we're going to be making some content. Yeah, we don't know what that entails yet, but we're excited to find yeah. out. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, follow us on social media. Shoot us a message. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything. We got to say some thank yous now. 
Thank you to Jacob Campos, our executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> Got it right this time. Uh, thank you to Brandon Herrera, head of audio, and Mary Doherty, head of social media. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. And thank you, Leah. Thank you, Leah. This is Illy. Off the Deep End. Bye, guys. Bye.